Hey friends, welcome back to the Bender Blend Podcast, number 23. Holy crap, episode number 23. I am your host, Jordan Bender. Uh, thank you to Gabby, Clint, and Henry for sitting down on this episode. Um, on it, they sat right on this episode. It was awesome. Should have seen it. Anyways, um, moving on. It was a good one. We went. Uh, we kind of caught up with everybody. We were off for about two weeks, just kind of taking some time, uh, gather our thoughts, de-stress a little bit, maybe get more stress. You guys know how it goes. Anyways, it was good. Um, we shared some new inspirations. Uh, we talked about all kinds of stuff. I hope you guys enjoy. I know I enjoyed the conversation. Anyways, stay tuned, guys. More episodes to come. Um, and as always, share inspirations on my Instagram page, BenderBlendPCast. Follow me. I'll follow you. Love you guys. Cheers. That's That was it. We even got spray on that one. Thanks, Henry. Mm. Uh, you guys know that sound. That's the beginning of the Bender Blend podcast. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome, people. We've been away for, what, two weeks now almost, feels yeah. like. Uh, took a little break, catching up on shit, just uh, rethinking mm. some things and working on stuff. Um, Clint, welcome back, buddy. Good Thanks to be here. here. Thank you for having me. Yes, man. And then we got Gabby. Yeah, hello. Sing a sing a little like hello. Hello. Okay. Not, I mean not exactly. <laughs> not, not like mine. Not like mine. Not <laughs> like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Who's getting the better singer to sing? <laughs> yeah. Can you actually sing? <laughs> Say hello. hello. I'm here. Mariah Carey, welcome go. to the podcast. Yeah, so okay. You have to get the hand gesture awesome. and the ear coverage. And as always, <laughs> we've got Henry on the mic hello. and the headphones. <laughs> Um, hi guys hello so we've got a lot to catch i've got a lot of fun inspiration stuff to share um i'll get to that but i want to just kind of catch up with everybody see what they've been up to any creative endeavors if not how have you been staying sane working your regular job um let's let's start with you henry i know you had a you had a cool gig that you did yeah that i did let's Um, uh let's talk about that for a second yeah my um uh, an old classmate of mine, uh, Parker, his parents were having their 33-year anniversary party, and they went all out and uh, booked a couple of really awesome bands. Um, there was this big band, uh, jazz funk band that opened up, Cool. and uh, they rented out all of Slowbrew, the venue downtown. Um, there were like, something like 200 people there, uh, and then the... Um, the Interrupters were the band that, oh, that right. headlined, yeah. and they're a super badass ska band, and they had wow. seen them at Coachella, and then they went up to Seattle to see another one of their concerts, and that's when they like got talking. Is that, is that a female singer? Yeah. Yeah, I know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're super awesome. I mean, I don't know them personally, but yeah, I know who that band is, yeah. Yeah, and so um, it was so awesome. I've never seen so many like 55-year-olds skank around in a mosh pit before but everybody was into it it was like it was amazing to see a concert it was the first concert i've seen at the new slow brew with a great crowd like it was people like fully engaged they removed all of the um the booths that they had in there previously that was blocking all of the room for people to do exactly that yeah Yeah. and it turned into a great venue you just need to like work on their acoustics in that building and they would be a actually good venue 
But um, I'm not sure if they did that just for the event or not. And is this the one downtown or is this the it's Rock? The one downtown. Okay. I, I haven't okay. been to a concert at the Rock. Yet. Okay. I've been um, to the location, but um, gotcha. so that was super fun, and everybody was great, and a lot of fun people there. I got to catch up with some some folks, and then um, yeah, so that was that was good, and then um, just working on. Uh, preparing for our next show um, for the band. That's right. We're doing September 1st, and that should be really fun. <clears throat> Where's that at? Bang the Drum. Oh, cool. Yeah. What so, day of the week? Uh, it's a Saturday. So you're playing at the, during the night? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're, cool. we're probably going to be going on 8.30 or 9 or so. Sweet. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah. Uh, that's what I've been up to. Yeah, um, man. That's good. Oh, also playing a lot of Xbox and. <laughs> I yeah, I know. I've, I've I've I think we were talking a little bit about some of the games you've been into. Yeah, I, I um, splurged and bought a Nintendo Switch, <laughs> and so I've been all on that Zelda game. And it, honestly, like Breath of the Wild is one of the most beautiful and awesome video games I've ever played. Fuck yeah! It's the music, the the imagery. It is it is incredible. I'm and so with that little happy. Nintendo, does it just Bluetooth it to a big screen? To so a TV or so basically, what you can do is you put it into its stand, and it's super easy. You just like slide it in, and it connects to the HDMI right away. And then you can also put your controllers on it and take it on the go with you. And it is so legit mm. and super fun. I just need a couple more games for it. I'm excited for the new Smash Bros. To get Mario Kart, the new Mario and then Party. Do you just out. download the games? No, they come in SD cartridges. Oh, really? Yeah. So they're actually tangible. Yeah, you like can you hold them. them. You can download other games that they have in their marketplace, but um, it's just little SD cards, which is amazing that they can fit all of that data on a single mm. cartridge. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's super fun. And then oh. I've been playing the new uh, Star Wars game on the Xbox a lot. And that's also super fun. And the story mode is incredible. The uh, voice acting and face face capture that they got for it is really incredible. Hmm. Um, so it's a cool storyline in between the end of uh, Return of the Jedi and before Force Awakens. So you get to see what happens to the Empire and how they still try to fight and do all this stuff. That's cool. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. And I, I bought Cuphead, but I haven't been able to download it yet. And that's the first hand-drawn video game Whoa. that they've ever made. They made it like 19, like 40s animation style. Wow. And like Deco awesome. style? Yeah, they hand-drew every frame of the game. Like any animation your character does, any boss fight is all hand-drawn. Wow. They have a, like a jazz band like playing this awesome what? music to it. And, it's, and they recorded it, I'm pretty sure, on... Like old school. Is it like stuff. first person? Or no, it's it's a side scroller game. Oh, cool. So it's like a classic like mm -hmm. fighter shoot like shoot 'em up uh, mm -hmm. side scroller. It's really rad. What's That's the name awesome. of that one again? Cuphead, and the deal with the devil. It is super rad. Um, fuck yeah, man. Well, <clears throat> again, for our local listeners here in San Luis, go see Henry's band on September first at Bang the Drum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it'll be the. Um, the second part of our four-year anniversary party. That's right. Yeah. We're having a four-year anniversary and then the first day of our fifth year. <laughs> Splitting it into two. Oh, shit. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So Bang the Drum's been four years yeah. plus. Okay. That's awesome. Loose Cannon Club. Loose Cannon Club. Mm. The what LCC. It is. It's a great name. Mm -hmm. It's going to be their San Luis Obispo World Tour. Yeah. Our San Luis Obispo debut. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely be there, dude. 
Um, Gabby, let's catch up with you. I know you've. Let's talk about a little bit about your blog. I'm a blog. Yeah, share that, please, so people can go follow you that have yeah, that don't know. Follow me. Um. <laughs> talk, talk. What's it called? First of all, it's called Sips and Salt Water. Okay. Um, the story behind the blog is that I had it in a dream. I don't know if I talked about this before. I think I you can't remember. Maybe brought it up a little bit. But it's kind of re- um, refresh our. Memories. We need a podcast historian. <laughs> yes, we do. We've said this already. And here's well, here's the thing. I take notes, but man, they're so sporadic. So and like Gabby talks a lot. <laughs> she just rambles. <laughs> Sorry, continue, Gabby. Uh, <laughs> Re- refre- why don't you just refresh? Give us a quick little re- refresh on Excuse how, me, like, how it came to you. <laughs> yeah, just punch him right in the, right in the testes. Um, well, so I've been, I, it's just been really nice to have an outlet to um, de rust my writing with. Because um, for the long, after I graduated college, I got into marketing and public relations, but really heavy yeah. into copywriting. And I've always been a passionate writer, but after that, I haven't really written a lot. Um, and this kind of is giving me a sense of purpose, and um, and just developing my own branding is, has been really fun to try to develop. Yeah. Um, and figure out. So yeah, I take like the the. I guess kind of, I'm still trying to figure out the slogan, but so far, um, it's an adventure blog with a beer problem. I like that. That's great. I like that That's great. It's a great slogan. Yeah. So I want it to be kind of a, you know, like adventure. It's more of a story. I don't want it to, there's so many blogs out there that just like pictures of beer and information of beer, but I want kind of like the lifestyle, the community aspect of it. Well, and that's funny that you already set it up with that, like you don't have to, it can be just be about destinations. Totally. You, you can go to yeah. somewhere that doesn't have a special brewery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, but if it does happen to include a beer, yes. like that's it, the beer doesn't have to be special. It's more of the place destination. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. So in, I had a dream about it some mm-hmm. months ago and in my dream it was, I was the host of a travel show and it was in the format of like Anthony Bourdain and I was traveling around the world, and I'm a, I'm a water I'm a water creature. I love yeah. surfing and paddleboarding and doing all the things that are in the water. So the 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 whole premise is like you know traveling around the world to different countries. Just like what you said, doesn't have to do anything special, but you get to meet different cultures and people and converse the same way that Anthony Bourdain used to, and um, you know kind of appreciating. The world through, through the power of, of a beer, a beer, <laughs> well, and salt water. Yeah, and what I, what from what I've read, it's like you you do a really good job of put you give a setting and then you say the beer that goes well with this or the beer I'm enjoying this with that mm-hmm. seems to match up well is this and it's a it's a cool mashup because you. you do this it seems like. You definitely focus on the setting and the the mood first, and then you say the beer happens to be this, and it's pairing well with this mood. So that's a Thank I like you. that aspect of it too. Well, beer in definitely. place is always something that you uh-huh. can like. Kind of, it changes what you're drinking. Oh man, where absolutely, you totally. It's like when you go camping, you fucking go take a beer, and it's like it, the beer just just makes everything so much better. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> it also it's when like especially on a hike because you're like okay we only have like a couple beers mm-hmm. so like 
It's making count. Like at so the top like, of the hill. Karen like, and I right. always, yeah, we set goals. We'll be like, okay, when we get to, right. when we get to the lake, we'll have our first beer. And then when we get up to the top of the next mountain, we'll have Yeah. Beer, like, it's like a checkpoint. Yeah. And Save one for when we get back. Oh, so when we went to... Pause, pause real quick. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I, I fucked it up. Sorry. It's but, like what, when... <clears throat> oh, is this still recording? Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, we, just pause your talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pause. Um... Sorry, continue. It's like when we went to Big Falls. Yeah. And we had those beers. It's it that wonderful. reward. Yeah. yeah. It, it makes it that beer good. that much better, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that It makes word. the beer better, and it makes the location better. Yeah. Symbiotic relationship. Um, what else? What else? Where can we, first of all, where can people go find your blog? It's just on Instagram right now. Okay. I'll eventually make a, okay. a WordPress, but... And what's your Instagram <laughs> handle for people that want to follow? Huh? Give us your handle. So it sips... Sips and salt water. Sips so like sipping. At, at sips and salt sips water. Ampersand. Ampersand or is it an ampersand? No, just the word and. Okay, <laughs> that's imp- that's actually important because. Oh, I know. It's a good distinction to have. Um, cool. Well, that's awesome. What yeah. else? Anything else you want to share? Any um, new music? Have you been singing at yes, all? Yes. So, um, John. Because I've talked about John a lot in this blog mm-hmm. or uh, podcast. Um, John is obviously works in the music industry, but before he worked in the mu- music industry, he's always been a punk fan. Punk, punk fan? <laughs> punk fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he just, I love it because like he knows what my taste is, but he also knows that my. Um, I just stay with whatever I like and I don't really venture out into anything else. So he was giving me a glimpse into his childhood and he was, so Thrice just released a new album Mm -hmm. this year and he was showing me all their albums from before, kind of giving me a background. Quite quite an evolution of that band. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have a, I, my respect grew for that. Right. Dustin Kendrick's pretty talented dude. All their, of those guys are, but yeah. My favorite album of their, their new one is really good. It is. It's definitely very different. It's probably the only Christian music I listen to. Yes, it, I was like, yeah. that. they're definitely Christian. They have to, it's kind of like Creed. Um, no, don't, no, help, no, excuse no. me. Hold you on. do not, you will it's not. A, it's oh, like, hold on, hold on. No, I like, agree with you. Guys. Hold on. It's yeah. Creed that you don't really know that <laughs> no, they're a Christian you, until you start really listening to their lyrics. It's I, in the lyrics. I, I will disagree because Don't you dare I knew Creed. First of all, I think Creed was like Christian in the sense of like we can get some sweet church vaginas, yeah, like clean vagina. Um, so fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck them. Um, but you're right. Well, I will. I will give you this. His Dustin Kendrick's writing is, if but here's the thing: if you so read poetic. the lyrics, it's something's familiar about mm-hmm. it. You're like, why is it? Oh, that's taken from a. A Bible, but right. he doesn't straight up be like, "I love God." I know God in your face. God is your God. Yeah, it's not like that. But it's I don't know why I'm saying of... it like that. But, but he's anyways. Yes, I agree. That band is um, his songwriting is really. They're, they're one influenced. of my favorites. I I love and I love early Thrice. See, I like when they were really heavy. Yeah, um, I love. But their I also the Alchemist one. Oh, so the Alchemy Index. So it's yes. four different ones. That was great yes, because that was they did incredible. each ep- or there was four albums. Each one, Earth, Water, Air, and Earth, mm-hmm. and it was different sounds for each one. I think you said Earth, Water. Air. I think I did. <laughs> I'm sure I. I'm sure I like. I heard. I it. don't want to say anything. And I was like, "Is this a palindrome?" 
it's it's meant to fuck with your brain. But um, no, that's awesome that you got to that. Yeah. Well, what else? What else did you feel about it? Did you like their early <laughs> shit? <laughs> You're still stuck on that. Is this a palindrome? It's a good word. My brain. Earth, I, air, war, er, air. <laughs> say it again. I, now I'm fucked up. Earth, water, air, and earth. Earth, water. <laughs> it would have to be earth, earth water, air, water. Till the fire air. nation attacks you. <laughs> Going straight into Pull it together. Sorry. Pull it together, guys. What's, what's the longest palindrome that you know? I don't know. <laughs> Anybody? It's uh, the same spelling forwards and backwards. So oh, like, uh, so like um, I man am regal, I'm a German am I. Yeah. All I know is race um, car. There's uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. Go hang a salami. I'm a lasagna hog. What? That's pretty good. Um, Someone had to mention. Rats live on no evil star. There's a lot of them. That's wow. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast of palindromes, but. Um, back to thrice. That's awesome that you got to explore. Yeah, that was that's cool really, that he cool. that he showed, and that's the way to do it. Is you show the evolution of a band exactly, and love it or hate it because there are some albums that are new new stuff where I'm like, eh, I lost some. Like I really liked Beggars. Mm-hmm. That was a great album, but I also didn't like some of their other stuff. Like it's <laughs> that was a great burp. Could you hear that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can you tell we've taken two weeks off? I everybody? that one too. <laughs> Can you guys tell? People listening are like, wow, you guys are rusty. What, is, that, is that the one I fell? Okay, good. It's not. Um, There's a beer that But anyways, fell. yeah, it's it that that's a great example of a band that is just evolved. They just evolved. Their sound changed, but it's still like really good. Changed it's again. really incredible. And I enjoy it. Like, like I said, I'm there's certain new stuff from them that I'm I don't care for, but that's okay. I, I respect their the way that they their direction. You know they've they've changed it up so much, but mm-hmm. um, was there something else that he showed you too from his childhood? Um, there were a few. That was the one that he mostly focused on that I can remember. Yeah, really well. There were some other ones that he showed me, but oh yeah, we kind of like rediscovered Smash Mouth. I Hold didn't on. realize just how quite okay there was one of their Talk albums. Breaks. <laughs> Talk the breaks. They how okay. All did I think about a, Smash Mouth did you is have a the fucking loser song. <laughs> But they are, they're so um, dynamic in this one album that I can't remember the name of. Gabby, somebody once told me. <laughs> Don't you dare, I fucking hate that song. Okay, well hold on. You're going into, you're going into a, a dynamic Smash Mouth album. And but I hate that song. Because it's just too overplayed. Mm. Oh no. I don't know about too overplayed. I think it's just I don't not think, good. There's I, songs that's like, okay, I've had enough. Um, well, hey now. <laughs> You're <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you, first of all, rediscovered. Yeah. So that means you already discovered them, and then you still went back for more. Yeah. <laughs> or like, most John people just never for forget. You know what? That's okay. Every, it's I, like I, <clears throat> I agree with Jack Black. He says everybody has their cheese whiz. It's not good for you. On the, you, and you don't true. tell people that you stick a cheese can in your mouth and suck it down. But everybody has their cheese whiz. And it's those bands that you're like, I don't want to tell people I like that, but I like it. And that's okay. We just listened to a couple songs. It's okay. I, just, um, I didn't know that they were from Ska-like. For some of their songs. I mean, yeah, they were definitely... Yeah, it's, that's they were fair. among that era, too. They, they, they were hitting that... 
they saw how successful Mighty Mighty Boston's were, <laughs> and they were like, maybe we can ride those coattails yeah. a little bit. And then Real Big I, Fish came in, and they're like, no, we've already, no, 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 no you're just get in line, buddy. Um, <laughs> I had, I the honestly the only songs that I listened to were the ones that made it really big. So yeah. that was the first time I had listened to their well, albums. Like, well, you know what? Maybe issue an, a challenge to all of us. Maybe I'll. I'll just swallow my pride and go try and listen to Smash Mouth and try yeah. and find some value we in should, their music. We should come back and, and try to try <laughs> to say what what, what is your favorite new Smash Mouth song? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're touring. We should go see them. Yeah, they are. My sister. Just oh wait, saw didn't them. they yeah. come here? They came to Slow. Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, I missed it. Fuck. <laughs> I miss all the good shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ch- new challenge: find your n- favorite new Smash Mouth song for next week. Uh, that's giving me aneurysm just thinking about it. Um, let's move on to Clint. Let's, that, that let's move on. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you, Gabby. Let's but let's make sure people go. Follow. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you and no, thank you. Fucking worthless. No, I'm just kidding. Just we love kidding. You, Gabby. But but for real, sips and salt. Actually, all three of you. Well, no, for real. People listening, sips and salt water is an is an awesome blog by Gabby, and you should go check out the Instagram page, and read along. And can let's just one more question for you. Do you think most of the beers you drink are available? Like, can anybody go find? Are they specific? Do you think most stores will sell them? So I'm right now. I'm drinking Brewery West. I actually just went to the this brewery yesterday in Long Beach. Are they California? They are in California. As I said, they're in Long Beach. (laughs) Sorry, I knew you were in Long Beach, but I didn't know you. There's a lot of beaches that are very long, Gabby. (laughs) That's my fault. I wasn't listening. (laughs) That's no, it's fine. I wasn't listening, so (laughs) that's why I asked again. So this you can find at Cal Fresh. I don't know where else, like in the country. Okay. But they're tripling their distribution, so they're going to be going up to San Francisco. Okay. But they are uh, one of the best, one of the best, uh, some of the best IPAs I've drank for them. So I try to find them at CalFresh. Okay. And then whatever other beers, honestly, sometimes I buy them by the label. Okay. Like which one's the coolest label? Well, that's fun too. That well, that's in its own right. It's a cool like I've seen some cool artwork on beer cans and wine. This one's amazing. Bottles. But that's yeah, fucking rad. It's it's the sweetest thing as well. And as well, it's not spelled brewery. It no. is spelled B R O U W E R I J. J is yeah. silent. And look for like Jesus. look for like the coolest fucking cans you can. Yeah. And that's probably okay. a brewery west. Beer. It's pretty so, awesome. So the owner finds local artists from LA, like huge street artists. Yeah. And he um, commissions work from them. That's awesome. So it's really cool. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, would your advice be go be adventurous with beer or be oh adventurous yeah. with your beer? And there's like a double meaning there. Like, go be adventurous drink a beer, beer. Drink a beer that you would never drink or think you would drink while being adventurous. Definitely. Both. Okay. Yeah. For me, Dub- beer double is adventure. Like, high, like a highlighter when you're reading a book. It's like, it just makes the whole. Whatever you're, you want to memorize, yeah. it makes it de- that much I, more special. I think you had it on the nail, though. Like, be adventurous with your beer when you're having it. Like, try a lot of different beers. And also, take your favorite beer and go adventure with yeah. it. Totally. Okay. It adds to the whole... I like that. Sensory overload. Fuck yeah. I think I might have just come up with a theme song for you for the <gasps> Simpsons song. Sing it right now. 
Sips and songs, it's really slick. Gabby loves really big beers. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, perfect. Mm. And, I uh, like it. And it's one that, nope, we got it in one. Yeah, we got it in one. We got it in yeah. one. Done. Cool. Yeah, I want that done. Did you, did you record it? Go, that? cut it now. I got it recorded, buddy. It's, well, I'll perfect. give you, you get royalties. Yes, I do. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit hit. <laughs> I like that he said sips and songs too. He didn't yeah, say it's songs. <laughs> you know what? It's it's a Freudian little it's a subcategory. No, that's actually sips and songs is a um, an event. Oh, similar to the concert thing that I do that Claiborne Churchill does. Claiborne Churchill. Another winery. Okay. Yeah. I don't so, don't shout out to Claiborne Churchill. Oh, okay. We're we buddies. will shout them yeah. out then. Right. Um, but, all right, Clint, we're on to you, yeah, sir. Man, and I know you've been a happening. busy boy with yeah. work and being an adult, but no, it's yeah. Break it's, it down, because well, you got some. I know you've told me a few things. Um, maybe you can tell us about this uh, flying that you're getting back into. Oh yeah, well, sure. Because that's pretty interesting. Are your arms really tired? <laughs> yeah, he's been flapping. He still can't get off the ground. It's tricky. Um, well, I used to. Well, I've always been a big, huge aviation nerd ever since I was old enough to know what airplanes were. And no. As a teenager, I learned how to fly airplanes, and uh, I've always flown radio-controlled airplanes and whatnot, and I, um, you know, once life kind of got in the way, I wasn't able to afford to continue my flying habit, uh, nor did I have, you know, the resources to continue doing it. Yeah. Um, never lost my love for it. Um, when was the first time you went up? In, a pl- in like a private plane? Like, well, to, like to, fly. Uh, to fly. About 13 and a half. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it was a program called the Civil Air Patrol, which is, uh, it's kind of like a militarized Boy Scouts. It's funded by the U.S. Air Force. It's a f- totally unabashed recruitment tool, but it was of course, like way most better for are, it than like having country. gone through that program. So I was the youngest cadet to get into the uh, flight school hmm. um, program. And right away they just pick you up in a 172 and fly around. And um, so yeah, that's where I got the bug. And so anyhow, I've uh, been recently wanting to get back into it. And so uh, my good buddy Choate for my birthday got me a. Well, he's he's always been trying to kick me in the pants because he's a pilot also. Okay. So he and I are always nerding out. He's been trying to push me and push me, and I'm always been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he kind of, he got me a, an hour of time with an instructor. Um, so I'm going to go feel it out and if I'm feeling it and you know, it's, it's, it's a slow thing cause it can be expensive cause you have to pay yeah. for the plane, the right. fuel and the instructor. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, but, um, yeah, so that's something that I've been wanting to do forever. And I think now that the kid's off to school and I have, you know, a little more time, not much, but once once the summer season's over, I can definitely focus on a little more. So that's that's kind of awesome. cool, yeah. It's very cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This week, uh, hung out with Jihad. We changed the alternator in his car. That was fun. Um, <laughs> was it? It was. Yeah. No. Anytime, <laughs> no, it's, it was, anytime we sure. hang out, we could be digging ditches. That's what I was saying. Is was was hang, was changing the the thing fun or was it hanging out with Jihad? That was fun. No, because we had some good laughs doing it. You know, that's, it was that's yeah. Great. <laughs> um, and then Sunday was fun. Was the first trivia yeah. um, at out of the vineyard that Larry How did. Was it? it was great. It was, it was awesome. I was there. It was a good turnout. Yeah, in fact, you're um, the only real vendor. I uh, I was gonna oh, say, yeah, yeah. Larry. Wait, the only one. Oh. 
guy. Uh, Larry is if, giving us the stink guy. If, if Larry's listening to this episode, I hope um, he is. Larry, thank you, man. I, you know was, he is. It, it, it kicked ass. Dude. It, it was, it was awesome. It yeah. was a great turnout. And boy, though, there was one round that was real hard. Um, it was the song lyric one. Oh, yeah. That was really hard, but it was also very like. I, I I enjoyed it because it really made you think. And um, I, as soon as he sang them in context, you're like, "Oh fuck, it's that song." Mm-hmm. Out of context, though, he'd give you like in a. And I was with. Um, and he changed the cadence too. Oh, like, dude, it was it was it was tricky. So well done, sir. Well played. Yeah, here's Very his hard. trivia cadence that he'll speak. Yeah, no, he would change the cadence of the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So he like his trivia cadence for how he reads questions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Applied yeah. the lyrics, it totally throws right. you. So it was it was a really fun game, and it was an awesome atmosphere too. Like playing, there's something about like just to fucking polish your pewter a little bit there, Clint. Um, <laughs> It's really away, my friend. Wolf Vineyards is really like a fun atmosphere to be. Like I've been to a few wineries around here, and I always felt like it was a few of them were pretty sterile and yeah. just like, come on, okay, taste your wine now, leave. <laughs> so we wipe down and we will sanitize after you walk away. Whereas Wolf is just like, and you get your your knowledge is really. It that's the first time I walked into. A, a winery and felt like I actually learned something today about the grapes and the, like why is it that I gotta take Very you to cool. more wineries well and mostly because I was not afraid to ask yeah that's true like you're you, you're very open and the way you guys operate is I didn't feel like dumb asking why is that rosé not why? you know like totally d- and you never should so. and if you ever do feel that way you're in the wrong place and right that's kind of always been my vision for what what the vibe i want there in the tasting room is a place yeah. that i feel comfortable at and it's a it's super comfy and also that, that's it, why it was fun at trivia like it felt like the right place to have a fun trivia and everybody like was it was a big crowd is everybody's participating and having fun <clears throat> and it's a cool fucking view that's a it's just an awesome. It was a good time. We're gonna do it again for sure. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, let's. Yep. And the paring knife was there. Yeah. Nice. Um, oh great. Jesse's awesome. He's, yeah. No, he's, he's my homie. Totally. Yeah. Um, um, no, it was food. great. And, yeah. and uh, you know, whenever you do an event for the first time, there's always a little bit of anxiety cool. around it and whatever. And so I was a little, little anxious. But then once. Yeah. And people, man, the trivia crowd. There, it's weird. I think it's, it's weird the crowd. same thing at Bang the Drum because. They intense. will all come like 10 minutes before the round begins. You know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, crap, no one's coming. Right. It's totally quiet. Fuck. Oh, well, we're not doing this again. And then all of a sudden, it was just like car, 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 car. Wow. And, you know, everyone showed up. It was great. It was fun. Larry yeah. had a good time. I got to meet his family. And he's, they're like the, the most beautiful his family. Kids were, his, 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 his kids are awesome. Wife is, his wife is gorgeous. Awesome. Yeah. His, his, both his children are just beautiful kids. And you hear that? You hear that, Larry? <laughs> yeah. No, his kids were cra- his little His little boy was cracking me up because he had... They're both funny. He had one Spider-Man glove on and some nunchucks. And Larry was just like, you brought nunchucks to a winery, dude? Are you talking about my brother? <laughs> yeah. And I was like... <laughs> There's a joke going around banging the drum that Larry is my dad. Is your dad? I would have said your your lover. Oh no, that, that, like, hey. that Larry is my father. I could see more like that's pretty funny. Yeah. Larry, 
So so anytime his kids are referenced, I'm like Husband. my my sibling. You mean my brothers and uh-huh. sister? My brother and sister? But yeah, it was it was a great time. And his daughter was sitting with Daisy, and Daisy for the other don't know is my dog, who's kind of old. She's an 11 year old lab, and she's really dog. chill. Yep. And she comes to work with me every day, and so she's a real seasoned wine dog. But she sits up on this kind of wooden deck and overlooks the whole garden, and she was laying up there. And, and his daughter came up and sat down next to Daisy and started reading her. Oh, like, yeah. my book and started oh. reading out loud to Daisy. Wow. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, that's amazing. Look cuteness away. overload. Like, can't, look, can't even look at this cuteness right overload for yeah. sure. Is They're like, going to raise, well, they are raising some hyper-intelligent yeah. little beings. No, it was, it was a really good time, Clint. It was and fun. I'm I, glad you made it, man. I was stoked that you made yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun, man. I, uh, and yeah, we need to do like maybe just one full podcast just picking your brain on wine stuff. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm into it. And you guys definitely should be there for that. <coughs> I would love to learn more. Yeah. I know I know very surface level, but the more I hang out with you, it's like the more I want to, because I, I work in gardening and it's like, I should know about viticulture yeah. and growing because yeah. well, that's yeah. a whole different can, kind of thing of growing. Yeah. I mean, you know? well, viticulture and winemaking are two different things. They're Correct. obviously directly related to one another, but they're completely different right. things really, you know. So. Well, a guest I want to have on the podcast is uh, Sonia Madrevsky, who owns Casa Dumet's winery in Los Alamos. Okay. And she started out as a uh, political reporter in Washington, D.C. for newspapers. Oh, wow. And then switched over. Yeah, went to viticulture and like um, has this awesome just insight into the world. She's Macedonian and immigrated over here and stuff. She's Mm. fucking awesome. She's a total badass. And I would love for you to be in that conversation because you guys would have an awesome take on wine together. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Now, Clint, let me ask you: Have you looked at a guitar? Um, <clears throat> have you picked one yes, up? Well, actually, I just spit everywhere. Actually, I'm glad you guys didn't see um, that. Well, okay, no, I didn't. I didn't uh, play any guitar. But later that night, uh, Jeff and I went back after we were done with, with his alternator. We went and got food, and well, mm-hmm. first we went to drink and to bang the drum, and then we had some beers, and then we're like, oh, we'll get food, and then we had a couple more beers, and then went home to my house, and we were like. Let's work on our song so we busted out some more lyric tracks in this whole new chorus section and um turned out pretty good i went like we were both like fuck yeah and the next day i'm like all right let me listen through right. not drunk ears <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. I, and i and i was like fuck it's actually pretty good it's so actually pretty it was good, good. yeah so we're nice. you know still chipping away at um microaggression <laughs> <laughs> good man in well, 14 years we should be done with our first you know what <laughs> No, hey, you're right on. You're on tool schedule, so good things take time. They're, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, but I have been, true. you know, getting inspired by stuff. Okay. And listening to stuff. And do you have any new music inspiration stuff? Do we you want to save that for the end, or are we just? Oh, we can. Oh, up? fuck yeah, we'll save it. Yeah, we'll save your, your inspiration. I know. Hey, sorry, sorry just mom. Blue balls. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no problem. Blue balls. Yeah, I just didn't know if we had a, a little main topic or whatever we wanted to get through yeah. before inspiration. Yeah, sorry, I ramble. Oh, no. so my main topic that that came to me this over the past week and weekend um, is dealing with stress and anger, mm. personally. Mm. And turning that into creativity or not turning it into and not and, and kind of the struggle of like, how do I turn this and I know we've covered this sort of, but not not so much the stress or anger part, because 
Um, I'll be I'll be candid. It's I've had a lot of like stressful uh, shit, mostly work related, which it sh- which it bugs me that that's that's what's stressing me out. Um, but and isn't that the most stressful part of I, most of our lives? I get. I think it probably is, but it's th- there's shit that I I'm learning about myself that I need to learn to let go of certain things of like that doesn't matter why are you getting angry at that or like you can't control that mm-hmm. so I can't why am exactly I that? so that's kind of been on my mind lately of just and so my outlet for that has been and I oh it's always my that's my my big warm safety blanket is listening to metal heavy metal music mm-hmm. and it always has been and people are like won't that make you angry? I'm like, it does the opposite for me. They're angry for me, and I get to like, ex- like hear it, and just it's catharsis. It's like, oh yes, that feels good. Like that's let it lets out my it it, it it's like a little you get to share in the release. It's a little valve that I open. It's just like there's the metal valve, like, and I'm you know I'm in it with it. So I started listening to a lot of, and and that's the beauty of metal music. There's there's, <laughs> I think I tried to write down the other day how many different genres there are in metal alone, um, which is funny because you go in every other genre, it's the same thing. It's like there's not just punk rock. There's punk ska, punk blah, it's punk hardcore punk, blah blah punk. Metal, it's like slamcore, grindcore, hardcore, death metal, speed metal, thrash metal, black metal. It's like okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah. There's actually... <laughs> Please. There's actually a periodic chart of metal. Oh, that's so sick. Really? Yeah. Uh, I love it. My brother-in-law has it up in the spare bedroom of their house. <laughs> that and, is awesome. Uh, it, just check it out, dude. It's okay. amazing. Just okay. Google it. The, the periodic chart I'm Googling chart it right metal. now, actually. And um, it's pretty amazing. It's it's pretty awesome. So It breaks it down. I, like, that's And how, it's, how they're related to each other and blah, 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 blah. And... Did you find it? I feel like I've seen that before. Yeah. Um, and it, it leaves no stone unturned. It's like, I was staring at it for like an hour. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. And then I'm like, what the fuck is that? I don't even know what that is. I know, and there are definitely genres that I've never heard of, and it cracked me up, like some of the shit. Um, but sorry to interrupt you. No, that's okay. But yeah, so that, I mean, and obviously we can... <laughs> We'll keep it light, but also a little deep. But, like, yeah, I've been dealing with some weird, like, personal stress. Like, again, anger, depression, looking inward and being like, how can I turn this into a creative flow? And how, because I know that that's what's going to be good for me. Yeah, do you think? It's not wallowing and just being like, this fucking against me. I got nothing. It's like, all right, I got to turn this because it's not, it's, it's not a good feeling. So do you think the metal... Like met, met or just even music, like or like whatever whatever you're using musically in that in that state. Do you think it helps you? It actually inspires you at the point, or does it get you to a place where you're feeling better, just or like a little bit like less intense about the situation, and then you can do stuff, or is it directly the thing that inspires you to move on, like? Is it just getting you to a place where, like, because that's, for me, I think it's less of the thing inspiring me to then go do something. It just 
makes me feel a little bit more okay, and then I can go, like, assess the situation and try to be creative or something else? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it's a, it's not an equal part to that, but I think first and foremost, it gets me, like, on a level of, okay, I can actually think now and kind of assess. And then it gets me to the point of, like, the more I listen to it, it's feeding more like, okay, now go and do something about this feeling you have. Like, go... Metal music gets me fucking fired. Like, I want to go work out, and I want to go paint shit. Like, I... So I just took took apart my old uh, Madrid skateboard that my buddy Brandon Highland gave me, and it's got awesome artwork on it, and I was like, I gotta... I really want to start skateboarding again. I don't know why, but that's what came to mind. I was like, I'm not a good skateboarder. I like, I can skateboard. And I can ollie, and that's maybe kickflip. But it was more just like the act of like, I got to do something with this energy that's creative. And it was like, and I looked and I saw my little, my old skateboard, the Madrid Shaman. It's like from the 80s. It's badass. I'll, have to, I'll post a picture on it on the Ben yeah, Blood page. we got to take that to the shop. My dad's wood shop. I was going like to say. Really clean it up. And make it clean nice. it up. Clear coat it because the original artwork is still on there, and I want to keep that preserved. Yeah, because then like, you can paint over it, and we can just yeah. like thing that up. Um. But it's it's uh, it's one of those just like okay, and so as I was and something about skateboarding and and mute and like heavy music or punk like fast music just kind of goes hand in hand. And I was like sitting there like cranking a wrench, like taking off the de- you know the wheels and all that. And the hardware, and I was just like, this is, all right, this is good, well-spent energy. So it, I think to answer your question, it's like, it got me to the place, <laughs> little Oliver has joined. But uh, it, got, it got me to the place, to the point of, all right, now, like, it, it brought me back to, like, down from my, like, anger cloud of, like, I can't see straight, I can't think straight, blah, blah, blah. Now it brought me back down to like, all right, let's assess. Yeah. So I think it, the the parts of like it brings me to a place of like, it weirdly it calms me down. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. So that's that's my answer for the why how that that music like fixes my <clears throat> mood because sometimes if it's anger. You know? Yeah, sometimes people so. will talk about either uh, like even like marijuana. If, <laughs> if I'm like super marijuana. stressed out. Marijuana. <laughs> I was watching this Theo Bond video. Oh, God. Anyways, like, like marijuana, music, like, and any, like, watching your favorite movie, it's it's something you know uh, that's going straight into the mic. It's so strange. Okay. He's Gabby's um, he's scratching all of her. He needs love. <laughs> um, but it's, it's this meditative thing where you know it. And it kind of it kind of resets you and gets you into a place where yeah. you're you're less stressed about the thing and you can kind of deal with it differently than if it was all consuming in your brain. Mm-hmm. It's the only thought you can think about is the shitty day you had. Then you you're not effectively dealing with or thinking about your problem. That's, so like yeah, your, your anger true. or your anxiety or whatever is going to continue. But if you have that thing that either calms you down or gets you to, to a place where you can change it for me that's what it does it, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't directly just get me out of it but it gets me to a place of like normalcy right that then I can kind of move on and start to address like mm. how I'm feeling about it yeah that's yeah it's it's important to know that too and 
that's part of the the deal of like listening to music in general like it doesn't have to be metal but like because I, I what ends up happening it's a beautiful sound <laughs> pom, pom, pom. That, that was clint drinking by the way <laughs> Um, Clint, jeez. He's a thirsty fella. (laughs) But that, like, in general, like, that, it always leads. (laughs) He's really thirsty. Wow. Okay. I use my tongue when I drink. (laughs) Jeez, Clint. And apparently you can talk while you're doing it. (laughs) You should be on. So much practice. You should be on America's Got Talent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, dude, it's that. So what always happens too is I'll end up I, I start with metal to kind of give me back to baseline like okay bring me down get some perspective get some motivation and then it always just starts flowing into I start listening to other music because I'm like I just want to hear mu- I just want to hear music right now. Yeah, I think you could expand that even to like music you know. You start right. with music you know and Correct. you know you like and then you can Yeah, like, and then go like journey well, yeah, and, and that's what happened this weekend. It was like, I listened to a lot of like heavy, good, just death metal. Um, this band, Car- <laughs> it's just one of the, it's just, ooh, ooh, yum, 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 yum. Carcass. Um, Carcass. And then there's so many other good bands, but like that one, for some reason, like was, I kept playing it over. And I was just something about it. I was like, and it was their early 90s album. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, they're, they're kind of ahead of their time for sound. Like it sounded more modern than it is. Is twenty plus years old, and it's like that's that sounds fucking right. And then it, then I was like, you know what? I kind of want to hear some like horns and soul because Aretha Franklin died last week, and I was like, R.I.P. R.I.P. And and without even thinking about like it was in there because I was like, yeah, yeah, another one bites the dust, like another legend. Okay. And then I was like, what other kind of soul have I never really... Because I never really listened to a lot of it, but I knew I enjoyed it. But it was like, I typed in on Pandora, and I know everybody that's got Spotify is like, don't fucking listen to that. I typed in 60s soul funk, and it's like, dude, it's just a plethora of fun sounds. That's so, I fucked up earlier. Why? I had the opportunity to make the joke, R-E-S-T... P-E-A-S. <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. I didn't I, do it. I, it's okay. We got it now. Missed opportunity. No, I, it, I even butchered it when I was trying to say it. But <laughs> I, 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 I just want to let everyone know that that's all I'm going to be thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, um, But what about you guys? Like, do you guys... That's, I mean... Yeah, that was still recorded, by the way. Yeah. I think we heard some shit, but um, I don't know if you guys want to weigh in on like, does music, like that's a good the way you phrased it, Henry was perfect. It was like, does it bring you to the point of like recognizing like, okay, now I can assess, or is it something before that? Is it like truly a distraction and that like gets you out of the space, or does it kind of just bring you back to normal? Because that's I've always seen it as something that for me is supposed to just like you for like totally distract you and it never really is even mm-hmm. weed or like booze music whatever it is kind of just it's not know. even really for me it's it's I, I sometimes surprise myself with what I choose to listen to mm-hmm. based on my mood do you know what I mean yeah so it's not really a conscious like I mean there's obviously a clinical explanation for why I'm choosing this or that but 
for me, it's not a conscious thing. It's just like, I'm feeling this way. I want to listen to this. Do you know what I mean? Well, and that's that's kind of knowing yourself a little bit, where you know it's like, this is the kind of mood. I want this type of music. Because yeah. you can't These always the just... vibrations I'm looking for. But sometimes, you know... Um, it, yeah. I mean, there's... there's My musical taste, though, man, they vary so widely from day to day, where, you know, it's... Uh, could be even sometimes when I'm really stoked or happy I'll listen to like you know super super heavy grindcore you know or, <laughs> you know what I mean or, such some a good county, name some county medical examiners <laughs> yeah or if yeah. I'm like you know I don't know decapitation uh, yeah, it's and is is music even your your go to because some people have like video I've been playing a lot of video games and that is to me like a, the true. Uh, distraction because it's every form of art combined and it's interactive so you're participating right. where music is you are like kind of absorbing it and you can still do activities and do other things but what is a movie some people are drawn way more into movies than they can just like listen to music after work what what are your guys's like what's your thing that in, in which situation are so you like dealing with like you've fucking had a tough day and you want to like turn your brain off a little bit then is it music if I'm, or if, movies well so a lot of times for me honestly man um complete silence is what i crave mm. when i really if i'm feeling like overwhelmed by my day or by you know external influences that i'm not feeling or whatever um silence is like golden for me you can actually process that shit yeah. as opposed to like kind of like, this is where, like, yeah, being overwhelmed versus anxiety versus depression, I'm, I'm sure they like, all have their, their different kind of <clears throat> things for, like, sometimes it's a going to continue, and so you'd want to just drown it out for a little bit and get to normal, but, like, things you need to process, I yeah, definitely understand that Yeah, and I guess the, the best way I can describe it is, you know, when, you're, when you have all sorts of things happening and... You know, my day-to-day job, I mean, there's a lot of, st- exactly a lot of stimulus, talking to people, this, that, physical activity, mental activity. So it's like a spring that's kind of winding up and winding up. And then when I can finally get alone by myself, it's like that spring can kind of start unwinding. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And for me, the more, and I've learned to appreciate silence more and more, where before I would always ha- always have music playing or something going on in the background. And now I'm like, kind of just went quiet you know just that's really that's probably i mean i feel like at a certain point some of the stimulus that you put on at the end of your day is a band-aid where it's like literally just like covering up something that you probably need to think about in silence Mm -hmm. but at the same time like i've also been through fucking anxiety attacks that i'm like i've been thinking about this for the last four hours in silence I need a fucking movie to watch totally mm-hmm. and sometimes that's the best thing too you know but um, yeah um, if I'm like preoccupied with something I don't I can't watch movies because I you know until I kind of digest whatever's going on in my head I can't like like oh uh, Jim Carrey's funny you know yeah. <laughs> he is pretty funny he is <laughs> at the same time sometimes you just need to like put on the princess bride and quote the whole movie as it goes along yeah so your brain knows it and it knows that it's good and comforting. Yeah, yeah. Gabby, what about you? What I concur with uh, with Clint. I silence. love silence. Yeah. I'm a huge 
Silence Lover. I yeah. so it. I listened to there a lot. There's a sick of, band too. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Suicide Silence. <laughs> um, I think it's the same thing with with so much stimuli all the time. It's like it's just music and noise and music and, and talking and chatting and. Well, I enjoy that in one aspect. It's finding that it's finding the balance where afterwards I just want some fucking silence. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anyone. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear a fucking car. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything where I just want that sound of silence. And Hold on. Do you have tinnitus? <laughs> I was going to say, that is a sound. Uh, is that not normal? <laughs> you mean not everyone hears that? <laughs> um... But then, if it, if there is there, I find days where if I've had too much silence, and it's like okay, I need to I need to fill in that silence with something else. So I'll watch a movie because I'm very um, visually stimulated. Yeah, I think that's that's the difference is is when your anxiety is is to the point where you are literally fixating on this one thing, and you mm-hmm. have been thinking about it in either silence or like things could be on or music could be playing, and you literally like cannot focus on it because all you're thinking about is this one thing. Yeah. yeah. That's when it, it helps to have that thing to turn your brain off. Mm-hmm. But the, the other times when it's like you get home and you're super stressed, you need that time to yourself to process those things. Yeah. If you're overthinking, that's kind of when introducing a, a, a album, a movie, a, a show that you can kind of turn your brain off and just kind of, enjoy this thing yeah and like do that i think those are the the kind of two sides of that coin yeah i agree i mean if i want to just kind of unplug and zone out i'll watch youtube because my attention span oftentimes for movies and it's one thing that wife hates is because it's hard for me to sit through a whole movie because i just i get bored you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and but i like youtube because i can watch like I, i get nerdy dude like i'll watch things about like like I'll watch every airplane fucking video on YouTube. <laughs> I'll watch everything about boats. I'll every anything about engines and like music. I'll like dig deep into band. You know what I mean? But it's like quick boom 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 boom, and that's when I can disconnect. But it appeals. But to then I mind. also, if I'm on the computer for more than an hour, I feel guilty and I have to. Oh I can't yeah. Do it. I'm like ah, I gotta go do something else. You yeah. know what I mean? So. I understand um, that. One of the things I, this, this is super nerdy. This is like dark secret nerdy. Mm-hmm. One of the things oh, that I love, really love to do, like Ooh, if I just want to like us. really like zone out, is um, have you guys ever, do you guys know Anti? Microsoft oh, yeah. Flight Simulator? Oh yeah, of course. So it's dude. a super yeah. realistic oh, flight yes. simulator program and you, where you can, I mean, you can, you can make it as easier as, 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 as hard as you want it to be. And um, that's what she said. You know. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, Sorry, my old neighbor Charlie. No, that is a great. I remember playing that when I was a, like young. Flight yeah. simulator was like, and I, I maybe I didn't know about the difficulty setting because it's always like up. Oh, there's the mountain right into the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> straight no, into you it. Actually, you can like file flight plans. Oh, and, that's like, really do, cool. You know, you can navigate like there's you can navigate what's called. Uh, um, um, IFR, which is uh, Instrument Flight Rules, so they basically they'll navigate you through clouds and stuff, and the computer will talk to you and say, you know, turn right to heading three five zero or whatever, mm-hmm. and you you know, and then they'll you so I'll file file flight plans from one airport to another airport and complete the flight plan and 
So it, I told you. That's it's really nerdy, cool. Dude. No, dude, that's, <laughs> it's really that, nerdy. My, my neighbor Charlie that's growing great. up, um, we used to house sit for them when they would go on vacations. They would always go to like Africa or these random islands or the Galapagos, and they would they were retired, and so they would just travel all the time. Mm-hmm. And so eventually, like we would house sit for them and take care of their animals. And he had an entire cockpit set up. Oh, he did. And it was totally nice. like everything accurate, all the right switches and everything. And I watched him do one, and it like looked kind of boring, but at the same time, he knew ex- he'd never. F- I don't think he ever flew a plane. Well, but he, he probably knew- could. He probably could, though. Mm-hmm. Is the thing is like at that point in those simulators, you're doing basically what it's just the the threat of death. Basically, <laughs> it's the only thing that separates those two things mm-hmm. is the threat of danger. But it was amazing, and it was super cool. Um, have, you've met uh, Chris, the Norwegian that comes into Bang the Drum. His girlfriend Kelly, super tall dude. Um, I don't know, brother. You would recognize him if 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 you saw him. Uh, he's a super good dude, but he's a helicopter pilot in the Norwegian mm-hmm. Army. Oh, cool. And he, I think he did three years in the desert, and that was like his. Norway his doesn't tour. have any deserts. <laughs> well, you know, you know what desert he was fighting, <laughs> um, but. Anyways, so they're both pilots, and he's a certified flight instructor. I was going to bring this up earlier, but I'm so down. We, we got to talking about, I like kind of overheard that they were both pilots and kind of forgot about it. And then when we started talking, um, I realized that his girlfriend and I have both flown the same planes. A World War II era plane and an uh, air cam. Which are super fun oh, planes to fly. Yeah, that's an open cockpit. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. two wow. like bulletproof engines you can take mm-hmm. off in sixty yep. feet. It's it's super fun. But um, I was wanting to get like back into doing stuff, and I really want to go up in a helicopter, and I've never done it. Oh, you haven't? Yeah. No. Fine. But uh, every time I've played a simulator of it, which is why I'm nervous <laughs> of like asking, <laughs> I've crashed out like. It's not as tricky. Yeah, there's helicopters are a whole different. Different yeah, I've flown planes before, but I've never flown a helicopter, and that's the one where it's like in a simulator that was actually accurate instead of just a video game. I've crashed helicopters every time, so I'll probably never try to. But yeah, like, I'll, I'll fly, I'll fly planes. Like that, that's always interested yeah. me. But the simulator version of it has taught me that's like, oh, I'm not in control of this shit. Well, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like. <laughs> Sounds like that. That that's the so, answer. Wait, so do you fly or have you flown? I have flown. Okay. I've, yeah. I've what did fl- you What did you fly? So we flew this uh, World War Two era like open air cockpit. Um, uh, biplane. Bi- air, no, it wasn't a air biplane. cockpit. Uh, air cockpit. It's dual a dual engine, <laughs> single single wing or whatever. Like uh-huh. I'll, I'll have to find out what it is. I'll ask Kelly. And then the air cam. And those are the two planes I've flown. Mm. But um. They were super awesome and super great. I didn't have to take off or anything like that. He just switched over controls when we were in the air. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's incredible. But those simulations, and especially with how good video games are getting and everything, it is just as accurate. So I wouldn't say that's nerdy, especially if you're well, pursuing flying. The only like, thing that you lack is the physical sensation. So there's a lot of things that you know instruments can tell you, but there's also a lot of other things about flying that only feelings can tell you exactly right? so so unless you have a hydraulic seat like my buddy has for his racing simulator that like moves or something and to move around or can simulate yeah mm. yeah g-force and all that shit good luck with that that's like the in the movie sully based on a true story where he mm. said when he was 
uh, being taken to court and they said like he they didn't believe that he had saved them on purpose they were like trying to blame him so they they said that he was doing that on purpose that he was drunk or whatever and um they awesome. had the court or whomever like <laughs> that internal investigation team had hired professional pilots to do the simulators mm -hmm. but the one thing that captain sully has said is like the one thing that you're missing is the human aspect right. of it. Mm -hmm. You're in a simulator. Yeah. You can give yourself as much time as you need. Mm -hmm. You're not in that real world situation. Yeah, totally. Um, and that's true. I mean, that's the thing about flight that, you know, a lot of it is sensation and what you're feeling. And, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not like a car where it's a two dimensional with flying, it's fully three dimensional. You Absolutely. Know I mean? So there's parts of it, it feels differently than driving a car yeah. or being in a boat or anything, you know. So. Well, so, YouTube is your. <laughs> back this went to the, a whole way to, around. I know, no, but that's great because it that's that right in itself is like we just unleashed, like that made me not think about a lot of shit. Um, other <laughs> meow. I think we have a little kitty guest here, a panther. But um, a little coughing. So the, the rare North American coughing panther. Gabby, I I guess my other, I I know you. So silence for you as well, but. Let's say you're not feeling silence. Would would you want to turn to? Do you turn to exercise or being out in the water to? Because for me, not just music recently, but like, um, I'll share this now. I finally got up and started surfing, like legit surf. I caught waves and Which I rode down a wave, feeling. and I was like, this is a crazy feeling. Um, and now I'm addicted because I'm addicted. I'm a dick, dude. <laughs> I'm a dick. I'm a dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm addicted to it because um, the way I've been feeling lately is just like stressed out, anxious. It's kind of the usual for me. Like I go up and down sometimes, and sometimes it's it's I get, I I don't like. I'm always very aware of like I'm starting to feel a certain way. Like how do I how do I change this? Mm -hmm. So. What helped me this last weekend was going surfing. I went by myself on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. in Cayucas. I like showed up. It looked cold as shit. The water was not cold, surprisingly. Like, what, I, what do you mean it looked cold? It was foggy and oh, gloomy. Yeah. There was no sun. Um, there was like two people in the water, and yeah. I was like, and the waves were fucking big. Were they really? Um, there were some big swells coming in, but it was just that. That's all I was thinking about. I was looking at the ocean going like, I wasn't thinking about like, man, I'm stressed out. I'm, I'm having, I'm struggling. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, ah, all I was thinking about was the ocean. Right. I was like, I'm going to get in there and I'm going to try and catch a wave. And then you get out there and you're paddling around and it's like, you're small. The first thing I, I, I noticed was like, I was paddling out past these big breaks and I was like, I'm small out here. Mm-hmm. And that's a cool feeling. Like, cool. I don't. I. I. I all this feelings of like anxiety and depression and anger. I was out there and I was like, these waves don't give a fuck how I feel. Mm -hmm. And it was like that weird like, it it reset my brain. I was like, hey, let's think about this wave coming. Let's think about what's underneath you. Like, it's in the. It's the most in the moment I've been in a long time. Was being out in the waves and like being out in the ocean surfing and um and i'll throw this out too like the first w legit wave i've caught 
Gabby and Audrey were there. They got to nice. see me ride a wave. You look like a pro. And it was like, this is the coolest feeling. And I get it now. Like, all it, all it takes is, like, one good ride. You get one good wave ride. And uh, now I get it. I'm like, now I get why those guys sit out there for hours and just paddle around and wait. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's an exhilarating feeling. And also, there's the benefit of you're part of something that's way bigger than you. Because it's easy to forget. And that I think most importantly, you don't have control over. I have no and, control. And I if think it, that's yeah. the interesting thing about going in the ocean is that with our day-to-day -day lives, we always struggle to control everything, right? To yes. have control over yep. this and control over that. But when you go in the ocean, there's a switch in your brain where you, you accept the fact that, yeah. okay, I'm not in control. And, you know, I'm, I, I have to adapt to this environment. It's like fun and survival. <laughs> yeah, totally. Fun, fun no, I, yeah, I I agree. I think that there's something to that of like letting go of the control aspect because that's that's where I get my most anxiety of like, and is shit I think I can control, and then it gives me anxiety. I'm like I can't like, uh. and so that being in that element of like, I'm gonna I I'm literally at the mercy of the ocean like. Mm -hmm. It's going to do what it's going to do, no matter how I'm feeling, no matter what I've been thinking about. And, like, doesn't matter what. And that's an important thing to remember. And, like, for whatever reason, I, I've, I've, it's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day -day of, like, oh, I'm not stoked about my job. I'm not stoked about this. Or something's going wrong in my life. And then and that goes back to the whole being, you know, the mood setting, setting a – or mood and environment, like – playing into your creativity because I felt reset like I got I went and surfed and I felt bad and then I came home and listened to music and I was like got on garage band a little bit and just like playing around and I was like oh like that that's all it took was a little reset and then well, something to give you external euphoria yeah where it's not yeah like that feeling when you get up Thank is you. is an incredible feeling it gives you this rush that cannot be attained just by sitting on a couch or like yeah. you can feel a sense of accomplishment from doing art and doing other things but there's something about doing something physical in your life a little, little, little strong it's all good it's I mean, all good <laughs> just got up and made some drinks a little strong I, I appreciate it um, but, no you're right yeah exact that's well said it's like you can't get and that's that's I guess for the listeners it's like that's the for me that's my my little weekly advice is like when you're feeling, because it's hard, it's hard to get get up and go do something. I've, I've been guilty of it when I'm feeling down and out and shitty of, it's easier to just hide and stay in my room and not go interact. Dude, have you ever played you know? like flashlight tag recently? No, but that's how I, that, I haven't played that since I was like probably 13. Running around and playing a silly game like that gives you this euphoric sense oh, because yeah. you're you're literally exercising but you're having like la even laser tag if you go out and just play la mm. like laser tag at a mall anywhere you can it is a sense of weird euphoria that you cannot experience in anywhere else and it translates into the rest of your life where you're <laughs> it, it, you're, you're gonna be a little bit happier because you have that little memory that little nugget of mm -hmm. running around and having fun where most people's exercise is boring and stupid and lame and I don't want to do it. But like 
I've, I've like I've heard climbing. That that's the only one mm-hmm. that, that type of gym I would sign up for was a climbing gym. Yeah. Because it feels like a little game that you get to play and you exercise by accident. So like by surfing, like catching that like feeling of riding a wave and having that much fun, which you can only get by random nature allowing you to do yeah. it is so fun and you exercise by accident so it is it's accomplishing like two battles against depression and anxiety totally yeah it brings back those emotions those feelings when you were a kid when you didn't have to worry about anything yeah because that's all you have to worry about mm-hmm. in the moment lots of- feelings of association mm-hmm. yeah I love this, um, talking about that, like, this quote by, there's a couple quotes on surfing, but Laird Hamilton, he said, we're all equal before before a wave. Yeah. And, like, (laughs) usually it's, like, you know, equal no matter how much money, no matter your skin color, but it's also no matter how you feel, whether Mm -hmm. you're, uh, whatever it is that you're feeling internally, it's just you and the wave. And Wave that's all that shit. matters. Wave yeah. don't yeah. give no fucks. Yeah. And now... Wave will pound you. He'll pound you. Pound you. <laughs> pound you. Everybody gets a pounding. Yeah. And then another really good quote <laughs> as well by John Kabat's, Cabot. Cabot Zinn. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, I'd even... The, no, the tricky part is for people listening that can't get to waves is finding that vulnerability in nature go for a hike in a mountain on a in a mountain on a even hey fuck caving is terrifying (laughs) um that's a good way but like for people that can't get to the ocean it's like man challenge it go go hike in the woods by yourself you know there go stand on a mountain cliff and just go somersault in a park whatever you you know and that's and i think that would be the kind of the it's it's that how do we reset, you know? Yeah, like laser we started like with whatever, whatever yeah, something activity. physical, act, like anything activity-wise. Mm-hmm. Laser tag? Yeah. Yeah. Like any, anything that like you're actually moving around that's distracting you, that bec- it becomes the activity that your brain is focused on. Yeah. Well, and I think, but, I, but I like the concept of yeah. nature or ocean because it makes you super vulnerable. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Something way bigger than yourself. Yeah. However, if you aren't a strong swimmer or like a hiker or something, don't just Bucket be like... Tag. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> well, and the the added benefit to that <laughs> is that you're Ooh. because we're all all humans, and I'll I'll make a bold claim here: all humans need a purpose. Yeah. And when you have these little goals, like a game, a simple game, playing a game. Why do you think people? Why do you think board games are still relevant? Like it's that purpose. Like you have this purpose, and even just tapping into that is is a good reset. It takes your mind off the heavy shit, and you're like laser tag. The goal is to eliminate this or capture the flag or hide and seek. Like yeah. adult hide and seek sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah even because guess what? You get to take shots with you. Even <laughs> even even on that okay. thing of like wow. the board game, like yeah. so, something yeah. something objective wise that we're allowed to like forget about the rest of the shit in our lives, mm-hmm. and and go into a board game. That, like, you have yeah. objective, you feel adrenaline, and you feel, like, great for winning, or you feel sad about losing. All of those things are super valid. So board game is like surfing, but with a, 
I mean, you can never feel the like elation yeah. that you would get from surfing from a board game unless you were playing really, Monopoly. Really, that's when you're greedy really Monopoly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I, I guess we could we could add, like for to close the the conversation on this topic is is I think the important thing is finding your own little thing, your own little reset button. It's going to be different for everybody. Mine starts probably with music and then it will evolve into, I get active and then I go outside and then I do this. And it's like, it's a chain reaction because, and then the goal setting, um, something that I, I focus on a lot when I'm in a funk is small goals. Get up, get up out of bed. Stop laying in bed and yeah. sitting on mm-hmm. your computer or whatever, looking at shit. Okay, I'm up now. Go outside. Go. I have some plants outside that I, um, you know, I've got an echinacea that I planted. It's like, cool. Water those. Yeah. Like just starting this chain reaction of little goal setting and meeting those goals, and then it turns into this like, well, I did that. Now that comes next, and this comes next, and it's it's, it's a good for me, and that that works for me, not for everybody, but. I think that's a good way to start is structure a little like what are my goals for today my favorite baseball team doesn't win with big hits they only play small ball i love small ball you get on base and you keep going like you said small goals you you do basic things Mm -hmm. and you can win the game over a period of time and it's the teams that like only shoot for home runs that you you might get lucky a couple times. You're but talking about you, the Angels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, no, hey, trust well. me. My favorite team is the Rockies. We are small ball all the way. Yeah. We're not talking baseball. Sorry, but guys. anyways, but, <laughs> but that's, that's I agree. That's, that's the way I think about my small goals. Yeah, is like play small ball. Fucking get on first. Yeah. Like have start, an analogy. Start your day sure. like in in a in a reasonable way. Set small goals mm-hmm. and achieve them, and then. You'll go on to the be- the bigger yeah, thing. True story. And then you hit home base and you're like, boop, 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 and then you can go put a fat dip in your lip. Yeah. Um, not allowed. <laughs> Seeds only. Um, I don't think you what do you got? What do you think, Clint? What do you? How do you feel about that? Do you? Do I don't really like baseball that, very much. I no no no. I'm not talking. Same. Okay. Cool. Well, we know who the communists are in this group. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. Fucking red. The Red yeah. Army. We're communists. We don't believe in Jesus. <laughs> Who do you believe in? Um, Putin. Anyways. <laughs> what? No, but what do you think? How do you... Does that Does that ring true to you at all? Like the small goal setting? Does that help you? Or is like there... No, I think... Well, I think goals, period, are good. I don't know if I would like classify them as one is better than the other, but I think short-term goals are very important. And I think long-term goals are very important, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess one could say there's no long-term goals without short-term goals. Mm-hmm. So One you know. could say that you just did. <laughs> yeah, I just <laughs> said One it. is you. <laughs> <laughs> no taking it. it back. I said I mean, it. No, I, yeah, I do. And I agree. There, there's some days where my goals are very small. Like, they're yeah. very, very, you know. It's usually towards the end of my work week when okay. like, my fuse is short. Um but um, goals are important for anybody without goals or purpose or something to look for, even if it's a trip that's three, three months away mm-hmm. or it's, you know, something it's important to have. Because goals, I think goals give you hope. And hope is, I think, vital. What rebellions it's, are built on. Hope, hope, <laughs> hope is vital for us to maintain 
mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Now, my goal is to get you to take me out in that boat I saw yeah. parked in your driveway. I got one, yeah. Okay. Do it. Yeah. That's one of my short-term goals. I'm going to make a Jimmy and go fishing. <laughs> oh, God. Go fishing. Hey. Um, How many people does that I will just go a small boat. I'll just go <laughs> swimming. but No, I will, too. I'll just go out there and go swimming for sure. Um, we can do that, too. We can go that'd go be swimming, wonderful. Yeah. I would yeah, love man. to fish. And, that, and I think that's a good, that'd be a fun little group reset for everybody is... And that's something else we can, you know, it's, people. It, it's being around you guys like resets my buttons too, or my buttons. Aww. Is, You're welcome. It's like, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> oh my God, without Poke you guys. the buttons. But it is, it's, it, it, it's, what did we, somebody said it, was it you early, early, early on in the episodes where you're like, art is lonely? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it I'm is, like, it with, can be. Without you guys, I like, there are questions that. In the back of my brain, I'm literally repressing myself from asking myself a question. And if somebody's like, hey, man, are you doing okay? It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I'm on a gurney. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, like being around people is mm-hmm. one of those resets that you genuinely need a lot of the time. Because mm-hmm. yeah. if you do lock yourself off, and especially like at the end of a stressful day, real easy to hide really easy to go back home and not interact and Mm -hmm. when you surround yourself with other people like your experience is written on your face most people can tell kind of how you're feeling and like if you need a conversation or whatever and most often we all need a conversation like we all need some some way to either vent or be asked a question or just kind of and this right here this is its own form of escapism we're allowed to like talk get out feelings about other stuff without it being something that we have to do for work or something totally. else we totally. get to kind of kind of explore our own mental thought process and it's super creative too you guys super creative <laughs> I love it I'm giving Clint the death yeah. 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 Um, but super yeah. offensive sir. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, I think people are, yeah. are a big pro- part of all of our process, dealing with anxiety and depression and being angry. Because alone in my car, I am the loudest shit talker. I just yell oh, at dude, people. Me too, bro. Believe me. Bad but, things. I yell bad things and, at people. And it's when pe- other people are in my car as well. I'm still yelling at other people. But at the end of the day, when, if I get to like sit around a table and chat with my friends and drink beer feel a lot better about all of it whereas if i had just went home and not talked with all of you i'd be like that motherfucker <clears throat> turned left and he breaks so hard no, it's like it's weird because it's like usually it's like i'll be like you goddamn motherfucker learn how to drive left turn I'm yeah exactly <laughs> yeah you stupid motherfucker and it's like okay i'm cool you know yeah. like it doesn't like it's like a quick little yeah. but i get pissed all dude. need to stay like, healthy like that <laughs> The That's drivers these healthy. days, man, and like people on their phones. It's the fucking I have Jesus. negative patience for that, dude. No, or mm-hmm. people that are like on their phone, you mm-hmm. know, or like when it's a, when the light turns green and you can see their phone up. I will just, but again, I will lay on the horn. Hey, trust me, I ride a motorcycle, so I'm yeah. very. I can see into people's cars very clearly, mm-hmm. and I will. I've I've only done it twice. Did you yeah. just carry an air horn? Tap on the no no no. Literally tapped on the window, and then, oh, oh, yeah, and I. Just and then they think you're rude for touching just, their no, car. No, they don't. They're scared, shitless, and surprised. And I go, 
And they're like, he's pantomiming hanging up a hanging phone. Hanging up a phone. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Well, that we don't have visual yet. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean. But I, I think, th- I so, think that right there was an immediate, like, example of that. Like, we all need this kind of shared, like, feeling like you're not alone in a yeah. conversation with your friends. It, and, like, helps you reset yeah. because mm-hmm. you know that it's it's a relatable thing and you can it's it's a shared experience you don't yeah. separate yourself from that absolutely yeah. and yeah. people listening that's what i want to give back like it's always it's always in the back of my mind it's like if i'm listening to this what can i get out of this and it's uh, hopefully it's solidarity and catharsis like share with us in this you know and i think that generally is the thing is it's it's all people like-minded people going through the same shit and you know, our listeners don't necessarily get to talk about it with us, but hopefully when they listen, they can have their own internal dialogue or it'll inspire them to go talk to their friends and do their thing, you know, hit their reset button, go, go find your own little, and that's always the, the, always the point is inspire to inspire. Like it's, that sounds cheesy, but it's like, yeah, it doesn't need to be creativity. It can be just reset some shit. Yeah. It doesn't have to be create. Creativity totally. will come if it's always if it's always gonna be like it's always out there. It's gonna be there. Get but learn learn how to get there, not just oh that's all it's all about. It's all yeah. about creativity. It's not all about that. It's, it's about clearly you being not. a full person and yeah. your creativity let's is. Let's find balance, guys. Yeah. Yep. And also let's talk about Scientology. No. <laughs> <laughs> I love Tom Cruise. But let's talk about our inspiration. Yes, so that good segue right into and who wants to start i've I've got a lot i've i highlighted some things but i want i want um yeah please please do um well i've been listening to (laughs) a lot of this band that like i'm sort of rediscovering i kind of scratched the surface a couple years ago and i'm kind of going back to them and it's a band out of australia called d's nuts And they're pretty badass. They're like, they're. Is this a real band? It is. They're kind of hardcore. So for fans of people that don't know what hardcore is, it's you know heavy driving beats with sort of shot vocals, but then they'll also do some other fun quirky things. You can tell that these guys would be like really fun to hang out with. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't take themselves too seriously, and that's kind of one of my whole things. Whenever I would play in any of my bands, was like, guys, it's. we can't take ourselves too seriously, you know? Yeah. And that comes across in the music yeah, and definitely. these guys get it. So I dig it. They're just, I love, I like everything they're doing. And, um, yeah, man, other than that, just flying. Well, I haven't gone up yet. I but it, to... it's, it's, it's something you're striving towards. Oh yeah, for sure. It's going to happen very soon. Yeah. I just got to make the phone call. All right. <clears throat> and yeah, we got to hit up Chris cause he's a flight instructor. So you might be able to, like yeah, man. Like this set us up with the right people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I was. I was. Like I was wine taste. Yeah. yeah. We'll do like a wine tasting at three thousand feet. Oh, that'd be cool. people would pay for that. Anyway, so here's our. That's <laughs> definitely going on my Seriously, blog. Seriously, <laughs> that actually people would be like, "Holy shit, this is the most if unique could, wine drinking I've ever done." If you could take off in Santa Barbara. And fly over Big Sur and give them wine tasting as yeah. they over. You yeah. would make a thousand dollars a flight. It would be more than that. It would be much more than that. Three thousand dollars, especially, especially if you're going to throw in hand jobs. A especially, especially if it's a plane big enough to do. Especially wine hand jobs too. What? 
Um, <laughs> wow, you're the one in the gutter today. I'm always yeah, it's there. the first time the bender is there. It's like a I'm always there. I just don't say anything. Um, yeah, you're the dirty whore today. <laughs> so you're just Gabby. Now it's you. I feel I good about it. I pass my crown to you. I feel good. I feel hey, dirty. Hey, 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 I can't. Hey. I know. All, crown whore. All my girls are clean. <laughs> clean. Golden girls. Okay. Um, yeah, so Anyways. D's nuts from Australia. So <laughs> just for people, <laughs> I love. I know that name, I, and I I've mean, heard spell it D E E Z N U T Z. N U T Z. Very good. That's okay. the only way that you should. Um, yeah. yeah. And they exactly. really should have no business with that name, but. But they do, and I'm gonna listen to them. And I have listened to them, but I it's one of those like I it was like in a moment I was like ah oh, yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna now I'm gonna deep dive on them. Um, thank you, Clint. Yeah, Gabby, what is your what is share share with our listeners and with us anything new new music new movies anything new. new well I want to say that it's music kind of related to music so on Friday John and I hung out with one of his don't say Smash Mouth no <laughs> damn it oh okay you go <laughs> sorry, sorry, um, sorry so we hung out with one of his producers named um, Jason Evigan who's the producer of uh, the Maroon 5 that's song that's out right now is it the uh, Girls Like You something like that so he's you're asking the wrong dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude's plural. Yeah. Dude's, I like Maroon 5 like I like Smash Mouth. <laughs> I, I'd okay. say I like Maroon 5 better than Smash Mouth, yeah. hands down. I think That's it's fine. girls like you, I'm pretty sure. So this okay. this produced... So we hung out at our, his and his wife's house. And while he's... On one side, he's a producer for all these huge artists. Like um, Ellie Golding was just at his, at his house. And she's he's producing one of her songs. He's produced a lot of... Big people, big people songs. Yeah. Anyway, so hanging out with him and his wife, they have another, another band between them where it's called Elephant Heart, and they performed this year at, um, at uh, Lightning in a Bottle, and I feel like if you guys met this couple, they're just the most down to earth, amazing, kind of hippie, but they're they're just like the warmest upon meeting them. They're just the warmest people. And um and it, because in his, in their house it's like it looks like the most perfect it 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 feels as if you're just in Big Sur. It looks like it's um like this beautiful bungalow mixed with like an Alice in Wonderland kind of house. That's sweet. And um, he's a huge fan of art and I'm doing the events for Forever Stoked Art Gallery and I really want to just to help everyone get, um, hopefully try to get them to come up here on like a camping trip and introduce them to Forever Stoked because I just, I believe so much in that art brand and gallery and in the artists that, um, uh, my creative goal, or at least my my goal, is to be able to get their art in um, someone's famous house. So Sweet. that's like that's yeah. my next kind of um, big thing. And then like with my my blog and all of that. And then finding a cool job, <laughs> finding a great career. Always. That's my next. But I think you're you're meeting. already like without without like calling my shots. You are actively doing that with all of your endeavors you're you're still working on your writing you're developing a brand you're doing blog posts you're doing travel and music like you're 
you're actively working towards all of those things. So if you are looking for a new career or something, you're building all of the blocks oh, for that. thank mm-hmm. you. So, yeah. Sometimes I feel like I'm fucking lost as shit. <laughs> welcome to I'm the... Like, wow, I'm like, wow, I'm good for nothing. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the bender blood. <laughs> welcome to the bender blood. As I laugh through my tears. <laughs> it's okay. We all do. You're yeah, not but, alone. But yeah, you you should also recognize that you are you are doing those things and you are yeah. like like actually building something. So Thank you. yeah, nice. Yeah. Thanks, Henry. <laughs> so, would you say your inspiration this week has been Henry? Tight. Let's yes. move on to Henry. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do. Uh, Henry always um, inspires me. Fuck, uh, right? <laughs> Everybody inspires you. Last guys week all. I told him last fucking Tuesday. Tuesdays are Tuesdays are my Mondays. I fucking hate Tuesdays. Henry came into the brewery Tuesdays and Mondays. instantly made me it's so happy. Uh, yeah, it's just my sadness just <laughs> feeds people. And they're like, ooh, yum 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 yum. Let me have some of that. I haven't had that in a while. What's that sadness? <laughs> yum 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 yum. Um, sorry. <laughs> So I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a guilty pleasure and an inspiration. Good. Uh, then my guilty Bring pleasure it. can be an inspiration for other people. Excellent. Um, my guilty pleasure that I haven't like cause I, I liked that segment that we first did a many many episodes ago where we talked about our guilty pleasures. I think I did the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's you right. Yeah, but my my other guilty pleasure is a anime called Yuri on Ice. Uh huh. Hmm. And it is a <laughs> ice skating anime. And oh, it, oh, you <laughs> talked about this before. Did I on the yeah. podcast? Yeah, you it's did. It's really good. Well, uh, so I've had a friend that like I just uh, logged in on my VRV account, which is made by Crunchyroll. It's a streaming service that everyone should download because it has Gary and his demons on there. And there you go. I was yeah, that's say. why you should watch it. But anyways, Yuri on Ice is on there. And it is the most amazing look into ice skating and anime and the the struggles of athletes and so cool. and also the most like homoerotic like <laughs> <laughs> like love stories that aren't there but aren't there but are definitely there if you just start watching the show you would understand. Now you're but, like as a heterosexual dude, it is still amazing and it's one of my favorite shows. So this is like, this dude just started watching it, and so every time we're hanging out, he's like, "Hey man, like." It's kind of like you and Bender. Yeah. Well, <laughs> except Bender's not my ice skating coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the sexual tension is palpable. Oh, it's palpable. Face right oh, now. It's palpable. It looks like he's about sure. to sneeze, but he's holding it in. <laughs> But anyways, everyone should watch Yuri on Ice because it's amazing and hilarious and incredible. That's my guilty pleasure, just because it has now resurfaced with somebody else needing to watch it again, and I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking, I'll, no. yeah, I'll see, I'll see what Yuri's up to. Um, and then my inspiration is my friend Eamon Winkle, and he's yeah. a listener to the podcast. Yes, Eamon, shout out to Eamon Winkle, badass artist. Badass artist, Eamon Winkle. He... Um, we were on an improv troupe together in high school. Oh, cool. And um, he was a dude I looked up to for for a really long time. And he would always draw the posters for our improv shows and draw, like, caricatures of us or, like, do do anything we needed. And eventually uh, went down and studied at UCLA and um, got a degree. 
and has been making art and doing commissions and stuff. Wow. And on his Instagram, he shares everything from his new art and his commissions to his rejection letters. Oh, and very he, cool. He's super vocal about him applying for jobs at DC and Marvel and every other comic pu- comic publishing house that there is and him not being able to get work and it's super inspiring not just because he's trying to do it but that you see his actual struggle where it is applied for a job didn't get it keeping dry every day he draws something new and every day he's working on something at his job he's drawing on post-it notes and and constantly working and he could genuinely get a job he's that talented what's his day job Uh, he works at Best Buy Mm. And he, I think he's one of the the managers there, or at least floor managers. But um, he is constantly doing the most amazing comic book stuff on Post-it Notes that I've ever seen. Mm. And he could, if if somebody gave him the chance, do his own amazing comic book, and his art would perfectly resonate. Wow! But seeing him get rejected and co- like, he is probably, if you were trying to equate it, more talented of a. Uh, illustrator than I am a photographer as far as just technical ability he would take the cake no matter like he is an incredible dude and makes incredible work but he is constantly like still striving for that job and that gig and that opportunity to join the industry and he is totally my inspiration He he is somebody that is is facing rejection and constantly improving and getting better and mm-hmm. and becoming that artist that I know he can be Crazy. and 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 all of his all of his work really inspires me his wow. work ethic his whole his just him as a person really inspires me very cool so I've I've been seeing a lot of his work and I know he's a listener of the podcast and so I really want to have him on yeah, and no. um I I think he would be really awesome to to bring on and definitely chat with but he is definitely my inspiration for for the last couple weeks bring him on bring, bring him on. on bring him on i hate <laughs> chance and we will i hate chance um and just just for people listening so they can go look at his stuff Please he's do. got Eamon winkle one word so i'll spell it e a m o n w i n k l e Eamon winkle we should um, tag com. that in the next post. I will tag I it. I will tag at Eamon Winkle, his Instagram, and then he's got all his links to his Etsy stuff. Um, definitely he, go check it out. He's got fucking awesome stuff. Yeah, he's got great art. He really art. does. He's a really good artist. I, I've yet to pick up my print, but I won one of his Joker prints on an Instagram oh, giveaway, yeah. and I'm so excited to see it and pick it up. But I, one of his things, we always joked that... First his, of all, Swamp Thing. Oh, his sick. Yeah, his Swamp Thing fucking, fucking awesome. Sick. Um, awesome. The uh, he, we always said that if he owned a production company, it would be a, a Winkle in Time production. Oh my oh god! Goodness. But TM 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 A TM 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 Circle R Circle R Circle R R in a circle R C in a circle C in a circle R. But yeah, dude, I that's I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, Eamon Winkle is a him him as an artist and his philosophy on on putting forth the effort of drawing every day to like okay. becoming better all of that is is my main inspiration for these last few weeks is nice. literally just continuing and striving yeah. on and making yourself better grind it out Eamon if you're listening please join us 
come on. You will be welcomed here. And you'll have many beers. And you'll have many beers. Many beers. May they, they may be cheap. <laughs> or they may not be cheap, but they will be a plenty. They won't be cheap when you're here. Um, but yeah, dude, that's that's awesome. Fuck yeah. yeah. Aim and winkle, everybody. Let's let's fucking go listen or uh, go look at his shit. <laughs> go listen. Um, this is the best sounding art. Ever. <laughs> it sounds so, that could be that could be something, but it's not. We'll get him. We'll get. We'll, maybe we'll get him to sing, and then I can edit and cut that and be like it makes sense in this one it's right now it doesn't it's fine i know i'll admit my mistakes i know my he's flaws like he's, drawing, he's like oh, mm-hmm. i know my flaws <laughs> just combine it into a super cut over the over the length of the drawing um so uh-huh. i guess on to me then on to you so what was your inspiration ben? i had a couple I wrote a few notes. Um, yesterday, I went before I went to trivia. I was like, I was up early and I was like, man, I'm feeling some Tiny Desk concert from NPR because it's always <laughs> cool to see these bands play literally at somebody's desk. Um, and I I had to narrow it down because there's a lot of fun bands that I heard but and saw, but. I'll narrow it down to these so people listening can go check them out. Just go to YouTube and type in Tiny Desk Concert NPR, and there's they've got a whole library of all the good shit. But here's the ones yesterday that just kind of like tickled me, and I kept watching them over and over. Um, the first one was Sing Sing. Oh my god! It's this Korean band. It's so good. And I I don't even want to define them. You just have to you go. Have to watch. You have to watch and listen. Um, it's dude. You should I, post I, about them too. I, I will without Tell without. You. Yeah. I flip my lid like that. But, but they're was, rad. They, they it's cross dressing. It's anime the it, band. It's anime yeah, the seriously. like. It's very. It's awesome. Just it's mixed with ska and reggae. It's, it's awesome. really good. Um, but to find to look that up, it's S capital S, S, S lowercase S sing, no no separation. So sing sing. So two S's in sing. One big S, one little S. Sing sing, tiny desk concert. The first one you need to go look at. Um, and they're so all good. there. Just first of all, just scroll through all of them. They're awesome, but. Um, the other one, the other two or three that I found were the Frederick Yonet, um, and Dave Chappelle actually is there, and he introduces him because Dave Chappelle loves this dude so much. He's a French dude who plays harmonica. Um, he doesn't just play it; he like it's it's he a, owns it's, the it's harmonica. A, he almost raps with it's. You have to watch it; it's awesome. Um, Frederick Yonet with Dave Chappelle introducing him. That's an awesome Tiny Desk concert. How do you spell his last name? So Yonet is Y-O-N-N-E-T. Yonet. Yonet. But the other... Frederick Yonet. The other two that really like... And these two like... You just want to smile and like have a good time watch these two um tank and the bangers from new orleans oh so good tank is this this awesome gal she's got big hair big purple hair so these were tiny deaths so for the submission concert for this this last year super cool they won the youtube tiny death submissions concert and they're like 
definitely check out their submission video because it is yeah. so much fun. It's awesome. But this concert takes it to another level it where does. you really it's, hear them. It's something like watching... <laughs> I don't... You, people listen. Go Just go watch it. Type in Tank and the Bangas. And then the last one was uh, a Ukrainian band called Daka Braka. So one dope. word, and they're so fucking cool. They, it's heavy. It's like heavy, awesome. Um, you just have to see it and listen to it. And well, it's 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 like if Iron Maiden was played through Ukrainian punk, or like, like yeah, Ukrainian like traditional folk, music. It was, it was like tr- traditional folk. Like they have uh, um, the one dude sings and he plays an accordion, and there's three other gals, and one plays a cello and she will strum it, and then also. You know, play the cello with the bow, and then the other two sing and play drums, and then a flute or a, I don't even know what it's they. Some, it's, it's some it's traditional and in, in like flute yeah, instrument. but like, they're oh. rad. Daka Braka was, and it's D A K H A, B R A K H A, like Daka Braka. Like we were so, talking before the show about yeah. that, where it's it's that it to me is the combination of. All of soul and yeah. hip hop and traditional like like cultural music combined into this one thing, where you can hear influences of Aretha Franklin and punk music and everything in this one crazy band that is super fun to listen to. Yeah, they're. It's one of those like rare moments that I like, and I get goosebumps a lot with music, especially songs I've heard before, which is always weird when you're like. You rehear you hear a song that you've heard a lot of times, but it gives you goosebumps every time. That's a great feeling. Um, but yeah, this one, yeah, that was, and so I was inspired. I sat down and I was like, just coming up with shit in my head, music-wise. I was like, sound-wise for the intro, and we're still working on the intro. But I've like, I've I've kind of narrowed it down into this feeling, and it's like, it'll be one of those cool. We're gonna know that that's gonna be the intro. Yeah, and um, but this helps. Like this, this kind of gave me the. It, it filled my tank. It was like re, like yeah, it gave me some energy for music. So those were my inspirations, guys. Nice, Dope. Man. Um, that's really great. But yeah, I think we're good, everybody. Yeah. I think we're good. I think we we're we, gonna close out from, close from our last out. from our last blend that was just the catch up. I think we actually had a fucking pretty sweet it's a good one it was a deep one we went we were all over the map and we went deep and then we got real shallow (laughs) (laughs) and then we dove deep into the deeps into the depths and then we came back to the surface for some air and now we're gonna end on a really calm note oh fuck yeah and how fucked up would it be for our listeners if we just ended on silence of like 10 no we won't do that but dare you, Clint? I gotcha. Ew, Clint. Got you. Actually, that was me. I'm not going to lie. That was me. And that was not my butt. Uh, that was my knee. But you guys, cheers. Thanks for being cheers. here. Cheers. I don't know if you have drinks in your hands. If you don't, cheers anyways. That's not, that sounded like a fucking medieval battle. It did. It now it sounds like garbage. But everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you. I love okay. you so much. Go out and reset your buttons. Reset your buttons.